what's happening everybody it's 9 10 p.m we in the building you now fuck we rocking with new wave radio new wave podcast we here man today i'm um it's friday i wanted everybody to get their freestyle on i wanted people to get their bars in um sometimes it just doesn't happen that way It's Friday, it's June, June 12th, we in the building, we head, New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, today we talking about classic reggae, you know what I mean, so I'm talking reggae, reggae music and the influence that reggae music had on everybody, and hip hop collabos, the best collaborations in hip hop, or collaborations that you like to see. Collaborations that you'll love to see. You know, one of the collaborations I wanted to see was I, must, I set it off with Jay Z and Nas when they made Black Republicans. I was like, oh snap, that was hard. But I wanted to see something more. I wanted to see more. I wanted more. You know what I mean? I really wanted more of Jay and Nas. I wanted an album from Jay and Nas. I was hoping that them boys would come out with some fire because them dudes, them dudes is like hip hop titans. They're hip hop titans. They, they're the um, they're probably the best. They're probably they. I'm gonna say this. They they should be in everyone's top five. Jay and Nas. So when you talk about collaborations, I would definitely like to see Jay Z and Nas collab more. Put probably put an album out because when they gave us that song, Black Republicans. I was like, yo, this might be some shit. Something might be happening. Something good might be happening. They even, you know, Nas was even on the album. So um, those are some some of, some of the collaborations that we like to see. Like, who are we, who are we, who, like, Eminem. I would say Eminem and Scarface. I would definitely like to see an Eminem and Scarface or Eminem and Redman collaboration. Or better yet. Better yet, some of the new artists. Like, I would love to see a YG with a Mano. I would like to see a West Coast, East Coast thing. Or YG and Mano. Or Meek Mill. And probably, say, like, Kendrick Lamar or something like that. Um, You know what I mean? Or, like, better yet, a Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake album. Song, not album. We're not going to go albums. But yeah, Kendrick Lamar and Drake and um, J. Cole together, those are the top three. Those are the three like, rap titans of the young guys. Those are the young titans in rap. So you put them th- them three guys on an album, man, it's going to be like, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous, man. Today is Freestyle Friday, man. If we get some people on Instagram Live and they pull up in here, we're gonna get the we gonna get some bars. The podcast, get this, get this podcast popping. Um, get these dudes, get these dudes or these girls, whoever's coming in here, whoever lines up something, got some like got some tight work. You know what to do. Hit it. Let's get you on the podcast. Let's get that flow going. Let's hit. Let's hit it. Let's. Let's see some bars. Let's see what the music is like. It's 
Shout out to everybody that's fucking with rap and that's getting busy, that's trying to do something with themselves. Today, today is Freestyle Friday. Um, you know, I open up the floor, I open up the lane for everybody to just come on. This is a new Instagram page for me. So let's be clear, this is not my normal platform. This is my new platform. This is a new Instagram page. I don't have, I don't broadcast live on Instagram. I broadcast on my podcast. So what I'm trying to do now is build an Instagram following so I can get these people involved with the podcast. You know, once these people get involved with the podcast on Instagram, It'll make it look a little decent. You'll understand what I'm doing here. You know, so not too many people record that podcast on Instagram Live. But my podcast is on Instagram. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to iTunes. iHeartRadio. All the big time platforms that we on. Um, we up there. So, um, yeah. This might be the lane for certain artists. Shout out to everybody that's out there tuning in. We're giving them time to come in. I'll send a few more invitations out to a few good people. That I know will be in here shortly. And we'll get this show started. You know what I mean? If you got your bars, if you Freestyle Friday, if you're doing what you got to do, let me know. Let me know. Hit the hit a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up, something like that. And um, once that once I once we finish this topic, this discussion, the floor is yours. So, like I said, we're talking hip hop collabos and classic reggae. You know, when I talk about when I'm when I think about reggae music. You know, not a lot of people are into reggae music. They don't understand where it came from and, um, like, the vibe that it had. You know, I was introduced to reggae music back in, like, the early 90s. I would say the early 90s. Chilling, I heard, um, it wasn't even Bob Marley. I don't know who it was, but I heard some, like, the beat got me. The beat had me. You know, like I told you guys on previous podcasts, Music is energy. So with that being said, the reggae music had a different type of energy. It had an energy that it could move you a little bit. Different than rap. You know, rap music, hip-hop music was was alright. But it wasn't really moving you. Like, the way it moves you now is not the way it moved you back in, like, the 90s. You know what I'm saying? So reggae music kind of kept that pace with, with the times. They actually... They actually, reggae started the clashing, the sound clashing. What you see now with artists talking about we want to go hit for hit. The reggae artists been doing that since the 90s. They were doing the sound clashes and had the, the parties popping. You know, it's like people don't understand because you don't have an understanding of the music. You wouldn't understand. You know, you have people like Bob Marley. And his whole family, Damian Marley, all them dudes. You know what I mean? You had people like Peter Tosh, Barrington Levy, Buju Bantan, you know, Sizzler, Lady Saul, Capleton, 
Beanie Man, Shaggy, Shabba Ranks, one of the most, one of the most legendary reggae artists that he kind of took it to another level with his, because it's almost like he went pop with it. You know, so when I talk about, when we talk about reggae music, you got to add these names. You can't speak reggae without saying Bob Marley. You can't say reggae without talking about Buju Bantan. You know, Bob Marley's whole family is like reggae, reggae is reggae out. You know, Damian Marley, all them dudes. You know what I'm saying? So when you got guys like, you also got guys like artists like Peter Tosh. A lot of people, it's a lot of reggae artists out there that I can't name. I had to go to Google for some of them. But the ones I'm naming now are the people that I know that I listen to their music. You know, you like like guys like I said, I mentioned his name, Barrington Levy. We'll be rocking you, rocking you, rocking you. Know, those are classic reggae guys. Those guys set the tone. For guys now, you know, you got your man Capleton. You know, these is this is a sound. Just like you got hip hop music has a sound. They had that golden era sound. Reggae music has that sound. And I think the mid nineties was the sound for it. Even though they never lost a touch. Because I can listen to some reggae now and then have me where I wanna be. You know? More than hip hop. You know, I'm more I can listen to more reggae than hip hop and vibe out and just chill. Let, let's like we don't have to sit there and talk about you smoke weed. I can just listen to that shit and clean my house and just be in my thoughts. A few other people we got like you know the classic people, the legends, Beanie Man, Beanie Man, Shaggy, Mister Sh Mister Lover Lover. He probably took reggae to the to the big screen, pop screen, just like Shabba Ranks. These guys are like these guys made people. You know, not a lot of white people listen to reggae. But you put some Shaggy on, they're going to listen to some Mr. Lover Lover because it's all over the fucking radio. You know, but when... Now, when you listen to, like... It's different from when you go to, like, a city, a town like Jamaica. People might think of Jamaica as just, like, the steel drums and shit like that. No, 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 no. The culture there... The musical culture is just so is just so diverse with the instruments and the beats. Like I said, music has energy. That music, reggae music, has energy. A different type of energy. I'm talking about energy that makes you just feel like you grooving, chilling. You know, that's my Sunday vibes, my reggae. I don't listen. I don't let nobody tell me. Put this on. No, we putting this on. I'm gonna listen to my shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna listen to my shit. You know, another person we got, one of my favorite ones was Super Cat. Because a lot of people from hip hop gravitated to him. His sound was just like underground, street. He had an edge. He was just a cool looking motherfucker, man. He was just one of those boys that. You just looked at him like, God damn. 
you just know he pulling some shorties. You know, and then he had the swagger. He had the swagger. He had a mean swagger. You know, he did the song with Biggie Smalls. You know, he, he, he had a nice catalog. That's reggae music. I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to finish telling you when I first heard reggae. Like I said, because I got cut off. It was in the early 90s. I was still young. You know, and I don't know what artist it was specifically, but the beat caught me. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting at the block party and I'm listening to the beat. And I'm like, damn, because you got to think about it. On my block parties, they would play more majority hip hop. Yeah, Supercats are damn sure is a legend. You know what I'm saying? He's damn sure a legend. So on my block parties, they used to play a lot of hip hop. But moving on, when we started coming outside, staying out late at night, we would hear a lot of the reggae and shit. We would sit on the steps and be like, whoa, that shit tough right there. That shit tough right there. And that's when I started getting introduced into reggae music. Then I would go to like the parties. You know, we get older now. We moving forward. We getting older now. We starting to go to like parties, basement parties. I'm talking about parties where a lot of people will look at that shit and be like, y'all crazy for walking up in that bitch. It's dark. Soon as you walk in, it's dark. All you see is shadows of people. You know, so you see these shadows and shit. You see people. And then you hear them speakers just boom, do 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 do, do 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 that type shit was crazy. We got somebody that's wanna hit send a live video. He's it's Freestyle Friday. Like I said, if you know an artist that wants to hit, spit some bars, let's get it. So somebody is hitting me on Instagram live. We are gonna plug him in. We are gonna see what's good. You see what's happening. But in the meantime, I'm going to drink out of this red cup. Yo, what's cracking, man? What's happening? What's happening, man? This is it, man. Friday night, freestyling. That's, that's right. You want to see what you got. All right, so we're going to jump straight into this. Hit some malicious style shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How you doing, man? Much love. No, no doubt. I'm hanging in there. I'm cooling. Cool. So the way this goes, we're gonna spit some East Coast shit. I come up from the East Coast of Canada. Ain't nobody see it like this. It's a newfound flow, like some newfound dough. They wanna talk that age. It's only hustle I know. And I ain't worried about no motherfucking no. I ain't worried about no motherfucking dope. See, I spit this crack like I'm on the command this motherfucking back. I wrote the street, man. I wrote the, I wrote the sheets. I wrote this biz. Motherfucker trying to get the digits, kids. I right, hold up. I'm gonna spin this on his head. I flip it back like a pack. I ain't worried about no rats. Now I got my stash full of cats. See, I go play with the pussy. I bring it back. You wanna play about the cash? You got it winding on the pack now. Some tats in my face. They try to say disgrace, but honestly, I walk with grace in the face of God. So, by God and mercy in my soul that I walk, I'm gonna walk to these streets, the same streets that I talk. Nah, I ain't talk much to the ones with the flow. I ain't talk to the ones who be chasing the dope. And I ain't talk to the ones who be chasing the gold. Nah, I talk to the soul. I hope you know. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. I'll feel you. I'll cool. feel you. That's, cool. that's good shit. That's good shit. Any Anytime you wanna come back Friday nights, that's what we do, man. Got you, man. I, I got, got you. you. Peace, man. Much love, peace. Yep. Good shit, good shit, good shit, good shit. That was hot. 
coming from Canada. Coming straight from Canada. Obviously, you could tell he was freestyling. He took that freestyle shit literally and, and didn't write no written shit. He was truly going off the dome. And we respect that. Freestyle Friday, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? He ain't try to go, he ain't try to do, he ain't try to, he stayed in his lane, he did his thing. We appreciate that. Other artists come up here, drop their freestyle, get busy. It's Freestyle Friday. This is the new Instagram page, so it might be a little slow. But we're going to pick it up. And we're going to have these artists, we're going to get in the lane. We're going to fill it up. And we're going to see what's good. You know what I'm saying? So what we ain't going to do is... What we ain't going to do is not give nobody an opportunity. Everybody gets a chance to come up in here and get busy. You know what I mean? So, like like I was saying, um, yeah, reggae was a part of my life. Reggae was a part of my life. It was definitely a part of my life. Growing up, it still is. I like reggae. I listen to reggae music all the time. You know what I mean? Like I said, these hip-hop collabos, as we get back to that, hip-hop and reggae collabos because Foxy Brown was one of those artists that was able to merge reggae with hip-hop. And she kind of did it. She did it so good, but then she stopped due to health reasons. You know, Foxy been going through a lot of stuff. But we need we need artists like that to bring it back and merge the two genres of music. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like rock and roll and rap music. That shit kind of goes hand in hand when people start to listen to it. You know, because just as many people that listen to rock and roll, they listen to rap. So why not merge and collab them and do their thing? You know what I'm saying? Depend depending on what artist it is. Because not anybody can do rock and roll music. It takes an energetic artist to do that. You have to be energetic. You have to have some type of um, energy. You got to have a good delivery too. You can't be lazy with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm talking about, you look at these rock and roll guys, they jumping in the crowds with guitars. They banging the drums. They swinging from the wires. They doing everything. They crowd surfing. So you got to be able to keep up with that pace. You got to be able to keep up with that pace. And if you've never been to like a reggae concert, a real reggae concert, because I've been to some shit where... It was in like clubs and stuff like that where it was really popping. Rappers can't, you got to be able to keep up with that energy. And I think Foxy Brown, she was able to keep up with that energy because she had a swagger. She had, she had the voice, she had the style and she had, um, she had somebody in her corner that was musically inclined with the reggae background. You know, so she was kind of built for it. You know, I don't know if I heard Little Kim do it. I know I've seen Nicki Minaj try it and try to play with it. But it's a difference between playing with it and really doing it. And I, you got to give Foxy Brown a shout out for doing that. You know, a lot of people might try to clown her and try to say all types of shit. But look, you got to give her her props when props is due. Listen to her music and listen to that, I think, two songs that she had. It really was fire. It really was fire. It really was fire. You had other artists that 
dabbled in it. But I think that I don't think they went too hard as they should have. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got guys like who? Oh, uh, who could I name? I really can't name a few, a bunch of them. But you got you got some out there floating. I can't think of off top. But some hip hop collabos that we want to see. I said the Jay Z and Nas. I would like to see a Jay Z and Nas album. You know, I would also like to see Jay Z do a song with Dead Presidents. I'm talking about since we at this, since we at this, at this, since we in this lane where everyone's like talking about this fight the power shit, you can't leave out Dead Prez. You cannot leave them out. Especially when you're talking about music. Especially when you're talking about hip-hop. They were way before their time. They were talking about this type of shit like, like back when they first came out. You know? 50 Cent and Mano. I would really like to see a 50 Cent and Mano collaboration, but it gotta be the 50 cent from when he was when he was spitting like I'm talking about get rich or die trying 50 cent and I wanna hear Mano go hard on that track you feel what I'm saying Uncle Murder and YG I would really like to see Uncle Murder match those two energies Uncle Murder and YG I would really want to see them two dudes get busy on a track and just lay straight music down because Uncle Murder give you give you he give you he delivers he delivers and he represents YG gonna do his thing not too many people are YG fans but YG is gonna put it down he gonna put it he gonna put in that work so like I said we talking hip hop collabos classic reggae And and Freestyle Friday, right? So when I say hip-hop collabos, it could be collaboration. It could be Jay-Z and Buju Bantan over old Buju track. Remix the track and spit on it. It could be something like that. It could be Super Cat and Nas. I think that would be fucking crazy. Remix something like that. Do something like that. Him and Nas, both of them had kind of like the same swag. I'm talking about approaching the microphone. Not as far as their personality goes. Approaching the mic, I would like to see Super Cat and Nas put something down together. It would be vicious. Because he did that shit with Biggie. And that's, a, that's, that's considered a classic. So it's plenty of them out there. There's plenty collaborations out there as far as hip hop goes that I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, if we could get an A and R in this room right now, and we could say, "Yo, my man, like, we need this to happen. We need that to happen." There's so many new artists out here right now. That rap is just so oversaturated with so many people. It's almost overwhelming. Like, you forget these artists. Like, it's artists that's on the tip of my tongue that I can't even name right now. You know what I'm saying? That I can't name right now. It like, is 
It's just too many of them. It's a whole lot of artists out there. A whole lot. But one of my favorite collaborations of all time has to be Jay-Z and Beanie Siegel. Jay and Beans put some fire out. Or Rick, or Rick Ross and Meek Mill. Rick Ross and Meek Mill put out some hot, put some hot shit together. They get busy together. They do their thing. They do their thing. Ross and Meek Mill can do some, can put some fire out. But I really want to hear a song with Kanye West. And I'm about to say Kanye West and Eminem. I would love to hear a song with Kanye West and Eminem, but it can't be just any old Eminem. It has to be, it has to be the Eminem that brings the energy. Yeah, yes, yes indeed, yes indeed, yes indeed. Yes, indeed. Like a guy like Raekwon and Nas. I can't. You can't go wrong with listening to Raekwon and Nas. That Raekwon and that Nas collaboration, or that Raekwon and Ghostface collaboration, it's like that's that's music. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Purple Tape Ray and the Purple Tape Ghostface. You, you, you. If you don't know, if you're not familiar out there with Ghostface and not, and Raekwon, the back in the days Cuban Links, listen to it. The way them guys, the way the chemistry went, the way them guys flowed back to back, bar for bar. And we didn't even touch on the on the locks, D block. We ain't even get there yet. We ain't even get there yet. Because I really want to hear... Because I don't know... Rick Ross and Beanie Siegel will be mean. Ross and Beans will be mean. Because, for one, Rick Ross can really rap. And you gotta, you can't put Ross with no corny person. Like, Ross and Beans... Because Beans can rap. So if you put them two together, the song would be fire. The beat would have to be real gritty. Or it could be smooth. Because, you know, Beans rap on a lot of soulful beats. Hard, but soulful. And Ross, Ross get busy. Not to be slept on. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like... I like the song with Ross. It seems like Rick Ross works good with a lot of artists. Like him and Gunplay. They make decent songs together. Rick Ross, on all his albums, you can hear his collaborations. You just be like, man, he really sound like he was in the studio and they was working it out. Like they was really talking and conversating and trying to figure out how to get the flow down pat. You know, it's like, but what I was saying was, when you listen to guys like Raekwon, and I would like to hear Raekwon and Rick Ross since I'm thinking about it Ray and Rick Ross That probably would be fire Cause both these dudes Rap about some fly shit They rap about Getting dressed And 
putting on wares and just doing all this crazy shit. You know what I mean? But if you never listen to the purple tape, you never if you never listen to it, listen to it. Listen to it. Just take a listen to it. I even like Ghostface albums on Iron Man. You know, Ghost is one of my favorite artists back in the days. And I heard Ghostface collaborate with um with Beyonce on that summertime song. And the way Ghost showed his so much versatility, you know, and I said this before. I said before Jay Z, you had guys like Ghostface. You had guys like Raekwon. You had guys like Prodigy from Mob D. You even had guys like Method Man. You know, Jay-Z wasn't always the, the the household name. You know, you had these guys that were that were out there putting out some fire. And I'm talking about these dudes were really nice. Really nice. And not only were they nice, they could make songs. And if you could make a song, then in music, you go and you going all the way up here. If all you can do is like make a 16, then you not you in this lane, you stand right here. Like if you can make them songs, you up there. You sitting somewhere. Like, you know, Drake makes songs. Drake makes songs. He makes a lot of songs. Song after song after song after song after song after song. Collaboration wise, I gotta see I love listening to Drake. Make songs with Lil Wayne. But like I said earlier, I want to hear Drake with Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. And you add in a little big Sean in that for some for some heat. And I think you got some shit right there if you do that. Drake, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Big Sean. That's a mean collaboration right there. That's too vicious. That's mean. Not a lot of people want to hear that. I mean, a lot, not a lot of people want to put want to put their money up against that. That's a mean collab. You know, that's mean. Mace and Drake. Can you imagine Mace? Mace with Puffy do a song with Drake? Might it sound funny to people, some people, but that shit might be fire. Mace and Drake together, cause you know both of them do that singing shit, but Mace got that shit that make you move. You know, he make you go somewhere with it. Mace make you feel like you could throw a billion dollars out the hood, out the hood of your car, the roof of your car, like, make it rain. That's the Mace. That's what. That's that's the Mace and Bethel. That that's the Mace that people remember. Yeah, he left, but, you know what I mean, we ain't gonna get into that. But when he was here, not a lot of people wanted to deal with him. Nobody really wanted that smoke with Mace. Nobody really wanted to play with that man. He definitely could put some music together. I'm talking about Jadakiss and Styles P. They are fire. But when you put Jadakiss with somebody like you put Jadakiss with somebody like who would you put Jadakiss up against? Up with. That would be hard. That's hard. 
because Jadik is he does good with Styles P. He mixes up good with Styles P. But I'm trying to think of somebody who fab. You know, we we listen to the Freddie versus Jason. We see what they could do right now if they're together and if they're in a group, if they're collabing, they definitely get busy together. And that's what motherfuckers been waiting for for a long time. They've been waiting for that Freddie vs. Jason forever. They wanted to hear Fab and Jada Kiss on a track, on a mixtape together. But they gave us a classic. I don't know how other people feel about it, but that's, to me, I'm like, alright, yeah. I can go through, I can go back to that and listen to that again and again and again. Almost like Future and Drake, they kind of, they, they make music. They make decent music together. They make some decent songs together. Future and Drake, them dudes really can put some shit down. That Jumpman, Jumpman, they make songs. They make good songs together. Gotta give them their props. Gotta get them their props, man. So much shit going on in music today, man. Yesterday, Takashi Six Nine and Nicki Minaj dropped a song called Trolls. Now this is a collaboration right here, right? That nobody really thought would keep going and going, but they getting it going. I guess they putting out their songs and shit like that. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not really like too high up on that shit. It's not my lane. It's not my type of music. Uh, Nicki Minaj got... She can rap. She really can rap. She can spit. I'm not going to sit here and say, why is she rapping with this boy, Takashi? Because that was yesterday. But I'm going to say that song right there is not something that I like. I don't really like that shit. I'm not too cool. I'm not too like... His vibe don't do nothing for me. You know, even when he came out, when he was doing the um, shit with his squad, I really wasn't listening to his music like that. I understand he's hot. As I'm not talking about what he did, but I'm just not a fan of his music. I gotta be feeling your music. I gotta be a fan of your music. I can't get into you, and I just can't get into you. You know, and I think that's what it is with um with him. I'm just not a fan of that shit. Like Nicki Minaj, yeah, but the song is corny. You know, a lot of people don't like it. And he got on Instagram yesterday and he talked this crazy shit he said about all these people. He mentioned the lady, um the lady from Rock Nation. You know, he talked about her life and what she been through, what she did. He said if she could do it, then why can't he? You know, it's almost like he's trying to put his... He's trying to glorify his lifestyle. But we not, we really don't care about that shit, man. He doing him. He doing... Good luck to you, man. He said... He came at like guys like Meek Mill. And to me, honestly, these dudes should not pay him no attention whatsoever. They shouldn't even listen to him. They should be like, yo, you know what? Consider the source type shit. We're not really gonna like give him no infant, give him no attention. 
Like, he pulling up people's shit on the internet. This public information. You did this. You did that. You do this. You do that. Like... That's like really like that's like whole shit, man. And he and his and his and his, the way he justifies is they did it to him, so he gonna do it to them. I'm like, but you did it to yourself, and when it all boils down to you doing it to yourself, you know, you did it to yourself. You um, and I'm and I'm pretty sure when he get off house arrest, he's gonna still be in the house. He's not walking these streets. He's not driving. He's not doing nothing. He's not. You're not gonna be able to see him in Walmart. Living a healthy life. He'll just be like a mole for the rest of his life. He'll be living in a hole. He'll be living in a hole the rest of his life, man. So, um, shout out to everybody that's out there that's tuning in the New Wave Podcast. We on um, Spotify. We on everything, man. We on iHeartRadio. We on iTunes. We on Google Music. Um, just trying to build the, just trying to, Build the brand, bridge the gap in hip hop. Give people a platform to give them a lane. You want to drive your, you want to drive your wraith through this lane. Come on through. You gotta just come hard. Make it happen. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday night. I got my cup full of teleport. I'm just gonna be chilling, take it light. Thank you everybody for tuning in. It's my first week on my new new um, Instagram platform. We here, doing big things. We gonna grow. Yeah, he damn right. He gonna be in jail for the rest of like minus more. He ain't going nowhere. Like, listen, let's everybody like you know. What I mean, he not gonna be able to have no fun. He not gonna be able to go to like great adventures. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's but so much shit you can do. You can get on the internet and do all that crazy shit if you want. That's cool. But at the end of the day, we all got we all got our lives to live. We chilling. We can go to the store and buy a bag of popcorn and just eat it. You can't. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta you gotta order through through who you order through. You know what I'm saying? Whoever you order through, you gotta call you gotta call who you call. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. You gotta call who you call. Like, he'll never be able to be a human being again. He's always going to be, like, one of them guys that's hiding. And, like, nobody's going to like, nobody's going to like you, dog. They're all going to laugh at you for the rest of your fucking life, dog. They're all going to laugh at you. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not like, it's not like what what I'm saying is not like I'm trying to make fun of him. I'm not trying to like clown him. I'm just saying what it is. You know what I mean? We were talking about classic reggae music, hip hop collaborations that you'd like to see, and now we just talking about the boy. That's just a nut. Takashi six nine. You know, and to, to be honest with you, to be honest with you. I don't want to bust this barber like that, but like, listen, young boy, you'll always be, you'll always be a zero, dog. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's like reality's gonna hit him when he goes to sleep at night. Well, when he goes in the mirror, and he brushes teeth, and he look at himself in the mirror. You're always gonna look at a zero. You're never gonna look at 
You're never going to look at a one, two, three, four, five. You're always going to be a nothing, a zero. You know what I mean? No matter how much money you make, no matter how many girls you date, I mean, cars you drive around in, your parking lot, because you can't go nowhere, you're always going to be looked at as agent zero. You're going to be the number that they gave you. That's his name. The number that they gave him. You know what I'm saying? So anything he ever says to any of these other rappers, like he can, he can try to incorporate other rappers in his life and say, well, she did it. I don't care. Dog, we're talking about you right now. You're a clown. You're a clown. You can never, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? And he, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You already know what it is, man. You you know what it is. That's what it is, man. And if you got bad service, don't worry about it. We on here. You could, you could catch the full, John. You just listen to it. But it'll be on Instagram. You'll see the whole thing if you want. But you know what I mean? The dude will never be able to be a human being again and for the rest of his life. And he better hope. He better hope he can make it to see the people he's clowning age. Calling people old and shit, old heads and this, that, and the third. And he laughing at future because he got all these baby mothers and all this shit. That's kid shit. That's kid shit. How about you come outside and let one of these dudes slap the shit out of you. You know? You know what I'm saying? How about you come outside and be a man? And say, yo, look. This is where I'm at. Y'all come talk to me if y'all really want me. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know what? He can't. So what he's going to do is he's going to be like, Doing what he do on the internet. Talking and doing this and doing that and doing this and trying to frustrate people. So what people should do is just eliminate him from the process. You're no longer a part of the process. You know what I mean? And we don't care about the views you make. Because some motherfuckers don't do it for views. They just do it. You know what I mean? They just do it. You know what I mean? Nobody's getting next to that dude except Nicki Minaj. And whoever the gangster rapper that he talking about is going to be on the next song. You know what I mean? There's no type of... There's no more rules, no more parameters, no nothing. You know what I mean? You know, you know, like, people always say you can't... They said you... The streets and the rap and all this stuff. Right. It ain't even worth it. It's no, it's no rules, no parameters... It's nothing. It's nothing anymore. The music game is very transparent. For some people. But for other people, they keep it 100. They like, yo, no, nah, fuck that. We ain't doing that route. We ain't going that route. We ain't going to go that route. We're going to stay here. In our lane. You know, because... You know what? What you, you can only blame the people that he was with, that that put him there. You can only blame the people that he was with, and you really can't blame them. 
to an extent, you can blame them. You know? He was who he was before he got there. He was who he was before he got there. And I was telling my boy, me and my man had a conversation about him before. I said, I honestly think he's been involved in music for a reason. And they put him in that position for a reason. That little motherfucker probably had the wire on for his whole career. Nobody knows. But I think he did. You know, yesterday, we were talking about him yesterday, and it's crazy because my podcast cut off yesterday. I said, what in the goddamn world was that? So I had to change the subject. But tonight, no, we can't. We can't stop putting a foot on... You know what I realized? That people got to move him out. People got to move him right out. They got to just eliminate him, like I said, from the process. And he said that. Most of these dudes are telling. Most of these dudes are snitches and shit like that. But, I mean, they ain't do what he did. They ain't do what he did. I don't think they did. A lot of them dudes ain't do what he did. Because if they did, you would be seeing them all around here. They would name them. They would name drop these dudes. Would be be out there on the, on 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 the internet type shit. Excuse me, but they didn't do what he did. He did some trifling shit. You know, he did some shit that, you know, what I mean, like he was a part of the problem, and he made it look like he wasn't, like he was an innocent man. Yeah, Snoop did come a long way. Snoop came a long way. Snoop came a long way. Snoop Dogg came a long way. But Snoop, see, the thing about Snoop is... We can't, like... I don't know. I don't know what people's angle is when they talk about Snoop Dogg. Snoop, to me, to me, I fucks with Snoop. You know what I'm saying? I fucks with Snoop heavy. And I don't think nothing that Snoop did ever messed up his career like an apology won't mess his career because to me his apology wasn't genuine it was just like a regular some bullshit like let's get this shit out of here you know what I mean like most of these people their apologies don't be genuine they're not apologizing to really apologize they're apologizing to save face you know what I mean? And to be honest with you, if you talk about the Gail King shit, he didn't have to apologize to that bitch. Times Square, right? For a single, right? Right. Right. He got a too much of a big machine behind him. You know what? And that's the thing. People know that he's... That he's... um. People know that he's going to bring in some money. They're going to bring in some revenue. He's going to make some money for them. So he signed to the whoever he's with, they're eating. Whoever he's with, they're eating good. 
And don't nobody give a fuck. I, we don't know that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's what's the machine. We don't understand. We don't know. We just out here spectating. Uh-huh. And to be honest with you, I'm not mentioning their name and nothing I do. Because I don't want I don't know if that's a cue for the motherfuckers to be alerted or not. I'm not saying who he's who's the machine behind him, but the machine behind them is caking. They getting it, and they making a lot of money off the kid. And when he gets tired of making music, and when he gets tired of doing this stupid shit, they gonna fin. They gonna tell him, "Listen, it's time for you to go." You know what I mean, we can't fuck with you no more. Cause you don't want to keep doing what you got to do. Cause I'm telling you, it's somebody. That, you don't wake up in the morning and say, "I want to do the shit he do." Get on the computer and talk all this shit. You know what I'm saying? He like one of them girls on the camera that you you pay the bitch to take her clothes. He one of them girls. That's what he is. He's but his life he lives on the computer. He damn near like he not real. Like he lives on the computer. He that's his, this is his world right here. I get a thousand clicks. I'm the man. I'm the king of New York. You can't be the king of New York if nobody see you. The king of New York ain't ain't running his mouth like that. This New York City don't claim that. We ain't stamping that. New York ain't claim him when he was popping. We was laughing at him. Like, who the fuck is this dude with this rainbow hair? Like, get out of here with that shit. The fuck is wrong with the young boy? I mean, we we ain't stamp that. We ain't stamp that. We ain't give him the A-OK. So for anybody that's out there that's not from New York City, I want you guys to know that we never said he was the shit. That's not what we said. We never said he's the shit. He said he's the shit. We said, dog, you a clown. That's what we said. Really a clown. You running with dudes and you ain't built like that. It's ten o'clock, man. I'm about to roll something up, man, man. Um, I'm about to I'm about to chill, drink my t- drink my wine, and enjoy my weekend. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Y'all have a safe weekend. One thing you guys need to do is think about yourself first. You come first. I before you. Think about yourself first. Put yourself first. People might try to put. You, people might try to make you feel bad and shit like that. People might say, "Oh, you selfish." No, fuck it. It's I'm first. You know what I mean? Worry about yourself. Let's make it to Monday. Until we meet again, there's New Wave Podcast, and I'm out of here. Y'all be safe. <laughs>